Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. I know the last time I was talking up here, which wasn't that far away, um, I was uh, in the process of moving. Oh, guys, we are finally in the house, the renovated house. It feels so amazing. It looks so beautiful. Um, have I gotten everything unpacked? Not yet. Um, we, you know, we have a lot of organizing to do, definitely, but, oh, I'm so excited. Um, we already have the bed, the bedroom situated pretty much, and then um, we're still in the process of buying more um, furniture and everything like that. Um, I have like this vision in my head of how I see the house. I've definitely been unpacking crystals, getting new crystals, uh, because I am definitely going to be doing, you know, like feng shui, you know, putting crystals in certain areas of the house right now. I have a nice little medium black tourmaline because I had read that it's good to put that like in the front of the house, like by the front door so that like, you know, negative energy is cleansed and everything else. And, um, I think EMTs or EMS, one of the two, (laughs) don't quote me, but it helps with that and everything. And I'm definitely going to be putting like rose quartz, um, garnet and ruby in the bedroom because that's all about unconditional love and passion and that like sexual energy, you know, that has to go down in there. And then um, in my workspace, I definitely want to put like, you know, carnelian, um, tiger's eye, and definitely uh, fluorite because fluorite helps with concentration in that space. Um, Also, as well as like pyrite and um, green aventurine, you know, for like abundance and everything as I'm like, you know, doing my little working or studying and everything. And yeah, I'm excited. I like, I can't wait to, it's just all completely done. We got everything perfectly organized and stuff like that. Um, So I'm excited, but yeah, I'm obviously coming to to you guys from my bedroom. (laughs) It's so cozy in here. Um, We have wood floors in the rest of the house, and I I just noticed that wood floors are fucking cold um, during wintertime here, you know, because it's already cold outside, so definitely coming from the comfort of my bed, all warmed up and cozy under my blankets, just got done eating and doing my grounding meditation as well as my um my new uh ritual deck intentions deck you guys oh my god I think you guys are gonna really love this one um I started it yesterday because it came in the day before like uh Monday yeah I got it in the mail Monday and so I pulled my first card yesterday which was really nice and it was the grounding card and unfortunately I didn't I didn't get a chance to finish that meditation because I got interrupted. So I wanted to finish that today. But the new card that I pulled today, it's it's just, you know, it's something that I'm definitely going to make part of my routine daily. Because uh, I got the I got this, uh, the card, it has a bow and arrow on it. It has very beautiful art. And the intention for it today is, you know, like in um, lore and stuff, people used to, um, write like their goals and their intentions and everything and then write it they would write it on their arrow and then shoot it high in the sky 
like basically letting their, you know, like their goals, their dreams, everything that they want, you know, to like give it to the universe and, and, you know, like pursue it and everything. And, um, like basically shoot to the highest, you know, like you can get. And I thought that was amazing. So that was part of the the tool that I have to do today. Not obviously I don't have a bow and arrow. I wish because I'm obsessed with them. But um, I'm definitely going to go out into the woods because it said to find a stick and then write either symbols or write words. You can get really creative with it and um, write like your goals and everything on it. Um, And either you could keep it um, and put it like somewhere where you can look at it every day, which I think I'm going to because in a way it's kind of like a rustic kind of look, obviously, if you keep it. And I just want to kind of look back on it so that when I achieve it, you know, I'm like, yeah, this is what I did. You know, I wrote this like and allowed it to be out in the universe, you know, and so that the universe can know like to guide me, you know, God, I I, I choose God or you know, the universe, whoever, you know, you believe in. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to do that today. And plus, I got to work out. But right now it's so early in the morning and I'm just like. I'm just showing gratitude. I've been like kind of staying in the house, just showing gratitude that, you know, everything worked out. Everything is done beautifully. Um, I'm just happy to be in a bigger space. Oh my God. You don't know how, like, like how small or me having to run to my mom's house to do it. And then the phone's going off and, or phones going off anywhere that I was at, you know, I, I, you know, I'm like, I'm a millennial. So, I don't have landlines. I have a cell phone. That's all we use in this house. And also, if you hear little jingling noises, of course, I'm sure you guys met my little kitten. Um, well, she's like a year old now. Uh, Miss Daenerys. We call her Nerys for short. Um, mainly Daenerys when she's in trouble, but Nerys, yeah. So if you hear her like jingling all over the place, because she's been extremely, at first she was hella scared. <laughs> we got in the house, but now she's like used to it. So like she's, you know, ruling the freaking house and running all over it and being crazy and cute and loving to sit in front of the heat, loving to sit in our bed and everything. Like right now she's on the bed and like looking herself like crazy. It's all good. So if you hear her little bell, that's, yeah, that that's what you're hearing is my cat. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, well, I mean, we are what, a week after this week, uh, Pisces season ends on the 19th, um, or the 20th, one of the two, I think it's the 19th, or no, it's the 20th, I don't know, guys, I'm not perfect, okay, let me look at the dates up here, um, because I noticed, like, certain, yeah, it's the 19th, certain, uh, you know, like, books, I have, the books that I have, some of it says the 20th, some of it says the 19th, so that's why it's like, eh, yeah, I thought so. It was the 19th. I am drinking, taking a sip in my Libra coffee cup. It's really cute. It's a constellation with Libra on it. And um, it is with Four Sigmatic Reishi. Um, it's called Four Sigmatic Elixir, Mushroom Elixir Coffee with Reishi in it. I love it. This is the one place that I would love. If, they, if you guys ever, <laughs> like, ever hear this podcast. I would love to be sponsored by you guys because I really enjoy this kind of um, coffee. It's very natural. I've just been really getting into making my own um, 
my own teas, like even more deeply now that I have more space and I have my herbs all lined up now. Like I made a milk thistle tea, cold brew tea, um, by boiling the seeds and then just letting it seep and then drinking it afterwards. Uh, of course, draining the seeds. I don't eat the seeds. But it, I don't know what it was about it, but it's just like I kind of had like a little experience. Like I just felt, you know, the sun was kind of shining in the window and it was like a ray of sun. And I just felt like so much healing going on in my body. It just felt so good in my body. I mean, it just made me so grateful. And that's just really all I've just been really, guys. I know I'm like probably sounding like a broken record, but you just got to be grateful for everything. Like the little things, you know, the big things, the tiniest things, just be grateful. I mean, life is so short. You don't want to be sad, like mad and stuff all the time and unappreciative of what you do have. Um, that's something that I have really grown into really this past, you know, in 2020 and definitely now, you know, so let me take a sip. Oh, I love that. But anyways, um, also that deck, if you guys want to get it, of course, it's called, um, Wild Rituals Intentions Deck by Tamed Wild you won't regret it, trust me. (laughs) But obviously, I am here to finish out the Pisces um, season. We have read about the man, and now today is the Pisces woman. Um, I'm sure a lot of women are probably excited about that. Um, You can always see if you relate to this, and then I would love to know. I do, like I said, have the Charming Libra Instagram up, still nothing posted, but I do have like a little icon for it, so it's not like it's completely like gross, but, and the podcast is linked up there. I'm thinking about maybe uh, posting, of course, like some memes and some little like, you know, like magical stuff that I kind of do, like the, the cards that I pull and, you know, like show what I did for it and all that stuff. I just, you guys, I'm just, I don't know. I'm I'm not a huge social media person, plus I'm really shy. Um, I'm really introverted. Um, Like I said, I have a personal one, but I have people up there that don't want to be involved, um, and I'm not going to force them to be, like, in my, like, business and stuff. Um, But it's just... I don't hardly post on that myself. I just mainly like reshare like little memes that speak to my soul. And I talked a lot to my friends up there. I definitely talk a lot through messengers up there. And um, same with Snapchat. That's how I do with that. Like everything I usually like message my friends and stuff. And we all talk even uh, more, even, even, uh, blah, 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 blah. sorry, I can't even speak more so through that. Cause a lot of them, um, you know, we text and stuff, but we just speak through all platforms, to be, to be honest. So, I mean, and nothing wrong with that. But I'm sure, um, yeah, Pisces ladies, um, I'm sure you guys will relate. Um, I am a Pisces moon, so I'm kind of interested to know if I show any of these, <clears throat> you know, traits or whatever they're going to say about it. Um I have lots of Pisces female friends. Um, they're they're just amazing. Like I said, they just really get me, and they just really understand that deeper level of me. Um, 
because, you know, like, I'm not an easy person to just, like, completely open up and just tell my business and stuff, but with my Pisces friends, I can just really dive deep and talk about just anything and not really be ashamed of it, you know what I mean? It's like, they, I feel like they look at you with non-judgmental eyes, you know, like, they just listen, and they're just like, oh, yeah, and they'll, like, you know, give their little advice, you know, when they need, but they're not like, oh my God, you know, like, or making faces or, you know, like weird. They're just like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I understand. Yeah, definitely this and that. And it, it just makes me feel heard and um, accepted and just like seen. <laughs> like they understand me. They're not, you know, they get that, oh, it's something different, but it's not something like, oh my God, I can't be around this person no more. It's just like, pure genuine compassion I guess you can say and empathy and they just I don't know they my moon sign just I guess you know I express my emotions like them so (laughs) I guess that's why like I just have so many and they get it you know so them and Scorpios Scorpios get me too As well as, you know, um, like one cancer friend, I think. I think it's just one. <clears throat> I think. I have to look. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. Water signs just, I just get along with water signs. It's so easy. And same with, like, earth signs. I get along with everyone, to be honest. But I, I, would, I would definitely say, and it's so weird, that fire signs are... I mean, Sagittarius is one of my best friends, so I would say, and my sister, so I say I get along with them, and I get along with Aries and uh, Leos too, but for some reason, um, I don't know, Aries are, out of all the signs, I just have the least luck with, um, I do have a really good Aries friend, two of them actually, um, but otherwise, I've I've had to cut some of my um friends off and the ones who I did cut were Aries because they were just I don't know they're just I'm not saying all but it's like the men are horrible I don't have any guy friends um that are um Aries to be honest and not saying all Aries is like that but I just have I just have shitty experiences with them which is weird because they're my polarity and, you know, I'm an air sign, and it's supposed to be one of my best matches, but we just do not mix. And then for the f- women, um, I have two, and one mainly that's the best, but, you know, like, two, uh, the other one's great, but she's definitely, um, she has those Aryan tendencies that can turn to be, like, really selfish at times. I love her to death, though, but, yeah, but, yeah, one of my other friends, they're just complete... I mean, to the point where it's almost like I would hope they would get help kind of thing. I had to cut them off. But, um, <clears throat> yeah. Anyways, enough about smiling out on that. But today, um, here's my, um, I'm reading from the book, um, Sexuality, The Sexuality of Sex and the Sexes by Starsky and Cox. Uh, it's weird because I'm at the end of the book, obviously, because Pisces is the last sign, and then I'm going to be going right back to the beginning when Aries season comes in. Oh, Aries. Aries, Aries, Aries. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, the Pisces women, they say, is a sign of sexual asylum. 
So that's interesting. And and it says that you guys represent, it says Pisces woman, you guys are known as the dream. So that sounds beautiful. So let's get started. Um, Daenerys, uh uh-uh, no, sorry, sorry if you have to hear me talk to my cat, because she is trying to tear at my fucking sweater, actually, no, it's my husband's, Daenerys, oh my god, she's, if you hear noise, I'm so sorry, but she's, oh my gosh, she's (laughs) standing up on her hind legs, trying to grab my um, husband's sleeve, so, anyways, <clears throat> let's go ahead and jump in. Though she is the last lady in the zodiac, Pisces is astrology's undisputed prima donna. The proverbial every woman, she is the culmination and an often chilling compilation of all the other women who come before her on the wheel. So, as we mentioned, of course, Pisces has traits of all 12 zodiac signs. So, yeah. A walking, talking paradox, all virtue and all vice, wrapped up in one de- seemingly demure package. She is at once victimized by, by and victorious over her life. An empath of the first order, Pisces personalized experience to such a degree that she is incapable of separating her emotions, even from the most removed circumstance. She is drama personified, making a fuss over her every feeling and, imp- and impression. Existence is a loaded affair for Pisces women. Overwhelming to her impressionable, high-strung nature, then again, she will seem tough as nails, a true survivor who grows through even the most negative of experiences. And truth be told, Pisces has more than her fair share of hard knocks. Still, she is cultivated a creature, a cultivated creature, and regardless of those conditions of her upbringing, there will always be something decidedly high, ha- decidedly high hat to her countenance. She craves solitude, yet her escapist instincts ironically require others to do her bidding. Thusly, she man- she maintains a necessary connection to the world, though in her youth she is she is attracted to sensitive callow fellows who are even more fragile than her than she pisces will eventually settle down with a assiduous man who will treat her like a princess providing emotional sanctuary and proper pampering with other women she is at once acutely submissive and withholding of her affections inspiring a partner to constantly please and appease her so you know this (laughs) This is not a lie for sure because um, one of my Pisces friends, uh, and it's weird, actually, it's quite a bit of them, they, you know, they, they date around, of course, and everything, but then they seem to end up falling and settling for a cancer, a cancer man. And I was really curious about that. I was like, why is it that? And then one of mine explained, and she was like, you know, she was like, I've dated a Scorpio. And Scorpios are too, um, they said, like, distant and, you know, they can be mean. And, you know, obviously, Pisces is a really sensitive sign, you know. And so they, while they they have good conversations with them. It's, it's like not a long-term thing because they say that she said that 
um, Scorpio was always kind of like down and, you know, you say something wrong and they close up and then all this stuff. And not not to say cancers don't do that because cancers do. (laughs) Uh, Trust me, I'm married to a cancer moon. So, um, when people, or you can say the wrong thing, or they feel like they're getting personally attacked because I feel like cancer is more, I feel like they're the most sensitive when it comes to talking about, like, let's say if, if they want your opinion on themselves or on anything, they seem to take it personal. Like, like you're attacking them when you're talking about certain things. And that's why you have to like, wait a second, this isn't about you. You have to like, you know, I'm not attacking you, you know, because if they feel attacked and they will basically go in their shell, close up, just like, you know, Scorpio pretty much. And, you know, then you have to work on getting them to come back out and all that bullshit. But cancer is known as well as Pisces to be similar to each other. So that's why I think that they get it. And, you know, cancers are nurturing. You know, they're all about like family and everything and friends and taking care of the people they love. And that is what, you know, Pisces wants pretty much. So that's why I just wanted to say that. But um, I'm going to go ahead and read. um, Let's see if they have the archetype like they did with the with the male, because that way we'll know. Here we go. Yeah. Archetype and myth. As we know. Um, Pisces symbol, the fish, as I mentioned in the last episode, if you didn't listen to it, please go ahead. Um, the fish represents Aphrodite and Eros. So the Pisces man obviously was Eros. So I'm assuming that the Pisces woman is going to be the beautiful goddess of love and beauty, Aphrodite. So let's see. So our type of myth, Pisces is associated with the triple goddess. Oh, She is the Zodiac's every woman personified femininity in all its aspects. Virgin, mother, crone at once. She is Aphrodite, the the primal triple goddess born from the foam of the sea, whose son Eros is also ironically the oldest of the gods, father of heaven and earth. This mirrors Mary as a mother of Christ, who is also the god of creation. Aphrodite's classical portrayal as the goddess of love lends insight into the Piscean character who demands adoration more than any other woman. The nine muses, the the triple goddess and triplicate depict Pisces' myriad talents, water sprites, naiads, mermaids, and sirens portray how how men often drown for love of her. Yeah, so that makes sense. Um, oh, I also looked because you know how in the last one, in the Pisces man, they brought up, um, how, um, how the man, uh, the, the myth of Eros and Psyche, uh, which is the woman that, um, Eros thought was gorgeous and, you know, like loved her unconditionally and all that stuff. I had read, I had read about that a little bit because, um, I didn't understand. So what it had to do with Aphrodite, because it mentioned how, um, Pisces, Pisces man, um, would have a hard time with their mothers liking their partners. And that's because Aphrodite, of course, she's the goddess of love and beauty. And because Psyche was so beautiful, like, I mean, gorgeous, 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 to the point where it actually gave Aphrodite a run for her money. Like when Psyche was in view, you know, like 
men would just, you know, they would simply just adore her. And I mean, it had actually cost people to stop going to, um, you know, like altars and, you know, going to Aphrodite's altars and giving things to her statue because they were pretty much doing that for uh, to Psyche. And because she got jealous of it, uh, even though Psyche was gorgeous and beautiful, no man never married. Her sisters were less for- fortunate than her. And they ended up getting married, but Psyche couldn't get married and they didn't understand. And basically what they were told is that they would just have to put her on a mountain all by herself because, you know, Aphrodite, you know, didn't like that. And she was pissed that Eros liked her, you know, because of basically she's taken away from her. But I don't read the whole entire thing, but I read that aspect of it. So it made sense. So we'll see what this happens with the Pisces woman. Oh, that coffee. So let's jump in. <clears throat> okay. So in the mythical character of Aphrodite, we see Pisces' co- complicated vision of, of sex. The great love goddess is wedded to the divine to the divine everyman Hephaestus. Now, if you guys don't remember, Hephaestus was represent, rep- representative of the Virgo man. He's not good looking. <laughs> I mean, not saying the Virgo man is, but in mythology, Hephaestus is is not good looking at all. He's like the god of blacksmith or something like that. Anyways. <clears throat> okay. Uh, she was wedded to the divine. Every man, Hephaestus, is ardently pursued by the brutally masculine Mars, uh, also known as Ares, uh, but is most enamored of the delicate boy Adonis. Blanche, Blanche Du Bois' first love, too, is a rather fragile youth like Adonis. The tender fellow dies for the affection she heaps on him, and being rather struck, stuck on these tender sorts, she is later run out of town for taking her teacher job too far with a ju- juvenile male student body. Blanche's Mars equivalent is Stanley. In the play, she even suspects he's in Aries, the male personification of the Mars Aries archetype, and her Hephaestus, whom she aims to marry, is a safe, mensch-like Mitch. Let's deconstruct. Most every Pisces woman will have a painful, if not tragic, memory of her first love for that sensitive boy, a bond that was never meant to be. Blanche's family home, she aptly named Belle Rev, symbolizes her beautiful dreams, including the Piscean, Delusional hope of love shared with a harmless, hormoneless boy, and the fa- and the fanciful fish is forced to ditch her delusions when faced with a similarly harsh reality. The pretty boys, the pretty boys she's attracted to in her youth, are themselves often attracted to the macho men who make her bristle. Any lifelong lust for ambiguous jailbait, notwithstanding. Pisces eventually realizes her own attraction to these sexy beasts, to finding herself as delicious odds with the more blatantly red-blooded males of the world who give off a whiff of base um, animalism to her refined signature hooked nose. I don't know any of this stuff that they're talking about, to be honest, with this whole Blanche stuff, so I can't explain. I'm sorry. She inherently feels that such overtly masculine types are nearly another species, altogether separate from herself. The mythical Venus and Mars, also Aphrodite and Aries, are as much archetypal lovers as they are 
irreconcilable rivals, love and war being at once the most extreme of concepts and yet all being fair in both. Metaphorically relatable and indeed combined into the love warrior character of Venus, son Cupid. Uh, again, we come up against the Pisces female paradox. She is equally attracted to and repulsed by the he-men, the he-men of the world, enticed and intoxicated by their nature, and yet unable to reconcile such stereotypical, stereotypically male characters with her beautiful dream of life, which was never meant to include smelly sneakers or back hair. No woman finds a front to her delicate sensibilities faster than Pisces female. Whether her natural disposition or such airs as she puts on, the real and the fabricated being one and the same for the fish, Pisces comes across as the bluest of prudish princesses. Blueness is a synonym for purity, the supposedly snow-white blanche being custom in Della Robia blue, the color drawn from the gown of the Madonna, whose blue dress fringed in white is the ancient cu- custom of Aphrodite, Aphrodite Mari, representing the sea edge with foam. In fact, Pisces is so purposefully proper that this overriding trait comes to define men's attraction to the zodiac's eternal bell, for better or for worse. First of all, this exaggeratedly come il fault, if not holier than thou, diva, continues to attract every worshipful homosexual male on the gaydar. And sometimes the attraction extends far beyond friendly. Many a Pisces woman won't have readily awakened from a liaison with one of her signature dream boys. Having so many sensitive, decidedly female qualities in common with a man that it overrides any potential sexuality questions. Like Gemini woman, the fish might find herself in a series of marriages or serious relationships, a la Blanche or Sally Bowles, with closeted gay men thinking nothing suspicious in their shared desire to regularly redecorate to the soothing strains of Lisa with a Z. To be fair, Pisces might purposely have opted for such a bond wherein she and an equally persnickety male can live a sexless, sequestered life. She won't be put, she won't be, she won't be, oh my god, I'm so sorry you guys. She won't be put upon to put out. (laughs) For in a sense, Pisces woman can be somewhat sexless. Wow. That is when she's not completely nymphomaniacal, the most striking paradox of this pretty fish. Yeah, because I was about to say, my, uh, like, Pisces women, I know be getting down. And I mean, like, they be fucking, like, (laughs) and that's because, like, so many men, like, they say they're pretty much, like, more of Aphrodite than Taurus and Libra. Even though Venus is our ruling planet, you know, um, I know for Libra, we're actually considered a masculine, um, and uh, Taurus is feminine, but also I haven't read Taurus yet, so we will see, but it seems like Pisces is like almost a walking, like they said, a walking dream, a walking fucking, you know, siren of beauty, you know? So y'all, work that magic. Work it, work it. Okay. So anyways, <clears throat> meanwhile, she has her fetishes, which typically include those innocent young lads, but as she can't easily abide what she considers the sexual tyranny of heterosexual relationships, 
This daughter of Neptune is more about the special effects in life than she is about any sort, any solid plot. Just as she eschews the more banal realities of her conditioning and puts on extravagant airs, so too does he, she not only have but heartily enjoy her own illusions about sex via which she seeks to escape the grimmer dynamics of it. In Brass Tack, she's easily grossed out by the actual carnal function and m- m- machinations of sex. <laughs> the sweating, the odors, the emitting of fluids totally clash with her dreamy visions. As a nod to the 12th house association with inhibitions and isolation, she is the Zodiac's very own untouchable. Some Pisces women are so vehemently squeamish about sex that when they become pregnant, friends and family who know them best are inclined to suspect some form of immaculate conception. Pisces female tends to associate sex often intricately linked to any inappropriate sexual content she may have suffered through in her youth, with feeling dirty and the fishes in the business of washing away any such sins she detects in herself. We see this in the character characterization of Blanche, who is forever taking her long fragrance baths, absolution if not utter dissolution, like Aphrodite ritually renewing her virginity a trick to which any card-carrying Pisces would appreciate knowing the secret. But it's only half the story, for Aphrodite was the original nympho who would have had cause to renew that virginity on a regular basis. And besides attracting every gay man within earshot of her siren's call, the enchanting, sanctimonious Pisces attracts that many straight men who view her as a top-drawer lady, a class act, a princess worthy of royal treatment. The poor, unsuspecting suckers, they don't need, they don't stand a chance. Thinking the fish lady a demure female character deserving of all the finer things in life, a regular Joe might romantically approach Pisces from the perspective of her being, being too good for him, but by whom he will do right, treating her like some insatiable muse. He may bankrupt his spirit, if not his bankroll, trying to elicit a passionate response to his tributes. What he trip- typically gets in return is the luxury of calling his own, calling her his own. A man who claims her is thus endowed with status similar to one toting around some golden age starlet, such is the statement she makes by her very presence to any and all persons with whom she comes into contact. One way or another, she'll have you know she's special, and in scoring her as arm candy, many a man counts himself the beneficiary of some cosmic miracle. Wondering why she is so willing to give herself to a man she mightn't even love is akin to pondering why it is the ancients wedded Aphrodite, the epitome of female beauty, to the only lame and ugly god, Hephaestus. The answer? He's safe and so totally grateful to to be linked with her. That little demand will be placed on her. In most cases, Pisces negotiates herself into relationships that promise sanctuary, a kind of sponsorship by a mate who functions for them both. The fish seeks to remain protected in a fishbowl of of sorts, her partner sprinkling whatever she needs for sustenance while providing those attractive accounterments, the house fine furnishings and holidays. They keep the muse from being bo- becoming bored. Sally Bowles serves as this type of muse. 
Sometimes there's simply no pleasing her as the Pisces petitions for more and more comfort and stability as opposed to outright luxury while lifting nary a finger and still it is who she who calls the shots and still it is she who calls the shots when and if however circumstances don't go exactly her way pisces is not one to abandon ship rather she slips back into that may tired role she played so readily in her youth sighing her way through hard times pisces woman makes her partner feel that much more responsible for having disappointed her Again, this despise her more personal freedom within the bond as the least her partner can do is to leave the poor put upon Pisces in, play, in peace. The best that could happen for all concerned is for the mouse of a minch to act like a man and stand up to the Pisces. Invariably, the fish will find this macho display from a partner she's, she'd happily written off as meek makes her surprisingly weak in the knees. Indeed, their relationship only survives in the wake of this man becoming less worshipful. By the same token, Pisces gradually allows herself to grasp the latent male animal lurking within this sort of mate as he progressively asserts himself by palatable degrees. Indeed, the whole of Pisces' metaphorical allergy to human is based on either an inbred or conditioned fear of susceptibility to their power over her. Again, this is often a result of an unfortunate liaison in her youth. Sooner or later, however, every straight Pisces woman will, in one way or another, be forced to face the natural attraction that she, as a Zodiac's uber female, fills for those more overstated males of the species. <clears throat> so, yes, um, I feel like uh, Pisces... Pisces women, they, they they do know how to get men to just kind of go gaga over them. And I mean, like, to do anything they want, pretty much. Because all they have to do is kind of pout, like they say, like, kind of pout inside. And, you know, kind of get that, like, kind of, like, sad look. And it's just, like, men are like, oh, my God. I can't, and she's so cute. I can't stand it. Okay, I'll do it. You know, I've seen this work a lot. Um <laughs> with Piscean women. Okay, so it says, just as a gay man might find Pisces the perfect icon and the regular Joe will see her as a sort of step up, the self-possessed, ego-driven alpha male views Pisces as grade A pussy that needs to be taken down a peg. Any Piscean partnership with a man less eminently masculine than she is feminine is bound to be precariously lopsided so there is such a mental indeed psychic gulf between her and a proverbial man's man that it is no easy talk to fuse the two except on the level of physical attraction part and parcel of pisces prim properness is her signature repression of sexual energy taking again blanche dubas is an example she is repulsed by stanley's base behavior as she is betrayed by her innate attraction to him Every Pisces female, no matter how many homo or hempecked husbands she hides behind, is fairly itching to play Lady Chatterley to some raw and hunky gameskeeper. In the case of the bath and booze, happy Blanche, eventually raped by Stanley, she suffers a nervous breakdown so severe that it tends, it sends her at plays and bundled up in Della Robia blue to the funny farm. Remember that profound Piscean rock bottom? And yet, 
according to Gore Vidal in his autobiographical pamphlet set, Tennessee Williams claimed that Blanche experiences a full recovery and reclaims her diva status by opening New Orleans premier dress shop. Stanley's right, Rogering shatters Blanche's illusions, allowing her to surface a real productive character. She, like all Pisces women, finds her true self-esteem, which had been repressed long with past pain and fear. Still, a good skew isn't the only key to Pisces females' well-being. The sexy mama aspect of herself doesn't miraculously replace the virginal Madonna or the psychic wise woman. These two of her three faces keep her more latent libidinous tendencies in check. Even when they surface with startling vengeance, the message isn't that the Pisces, that the Piscean Blanche truly needs a beastly Stanley in order to find happiness. On contraire, despite the perks of being poked by a straightforward male sexual figure, such a rough and ready guy is ironically not nearly man enough for her. A relationship with no sig- singularly macho a character tends to be an exclusive match wherein the love bond does remarkably take on the dynamics of war. Nope, the the Zodiac's triple goddess incarnate needs a far more well-rounded male than that. Though the trident is a symbol of the triple goddess, it is clearly a phallic one. Wielded by male gods, the Hindu Shiva Trefilingid Treikohir, the Shamrock God, in Celtic Ireland, Poseidon and Hades in Greece, as well as the demonized Christian devil who begot the Antichrist upon the medieval Blanchiflor, the lily maid whose symbol is the fleur de lis, a symbol of the yoni, trident-like in form. It represents a triple penis, the exact endowment required to mate with each aspect of the Pisces threefold goddess. What? All in one go. That's interesting. That is so weird. I never knew that. So we we learn something new every day, guys. Let me take a sip of my El Café. So it says, likewise, to avoid disappointment, Pisces needs a partner who is a combination of all three aspects of manhood that have heretofore appealed to her various needs. As anybody who has ever had a relationship with a Pisces will concur, concur, she can be the most demanding and least easily satisfied of women. Whether it is her archetypal nature that dictates this quality on her nature that gives rise to comparisons with threefold cognate goddess is a con- conundrum akin to the... Oh my god, sorry. <sighs> sorry. That, that kind of came out. unexpected. <laughs> Okay, is a conundrum akin to the familiar chicken or egg alpha or omega dilemma. Pisces' perfect mate, therefore, is one-third male love object, one-third humble provider, and one-third masculine beast. A man must hold the three-pronged key to accessing her multifarious affections. He needs to be emotionally sensitive, materially servicing, and sexually viral. Shit. I would love that, you know. That's the kind of thing that I love. So, yeah. <clears throat> definitely want the beast in bed, you know, and definitely want someone who's emotional, who can understand you and, you know, 
won't get mad or can express themselves emotionally. And, you know, like material servicing, I feel like that's kind of like, I don't know, like kind of Virgo-ish right there. That's Virgo showing to me a little bit, material servicing. But yeah, it's nice when someone can, you know, like, I, I mean, I'm not really a gift person, but yeah, if they like gift or do things for you, you know, like, and it's nice. Anyways. She neither requires a man of whom she can take control, nor one who will be controlling. Rather, the Pisces gives a man charge of the relationship unwillingly, as she is to take on such a role herself. All responsibility is delegated to him, but it must be clear that it is hers to entrust in the first place. Even in this most perfect and thus rare relationship scenario, the Pisces will still seek to dissolve into the protection of the bond. With this triple pawn key, her man is the ultimate gatekeeper, entrusted with the duty of keeping the world at bay. Not to say that Pisces mightn't hold down a job or otherwise interact with people, though in many cases she won't. It's just that being a Pisces woman is alone a full-time occupation. She is thoroughly preoccupied with herself, not to mention how well or not she is being treated by others. Her partner comes under the most direct scrutiny, expected as he is to, to display the kind of respect due to a virtuous Madonna, so express the, the sort of sexual desire any sacred scar, sacred harlot would require and to afford her the brand of material comfort she deserves laid out at her dainty Pisces, Pisces ruled feet. And yet her mate might find all this won't be quite enough. Um, all the Pisces women I've ever been with, they work and they enjoy working. Um, I don't know any, at least that I know of, that just can't work because, you know, I mean, everyone's always, you know, really, you know, um, emotional. And that's why I suggest, because this is what I do for Pisces, um, man or woman, um, definitely women, because it seems like you're, the sign is just sensitive, period. I would recommend wearing either a black onyx bracelet or a black tourmaline bracelet to kind of help, you know, like protect that energy, you know, as well as labradorite's good too, because labradorite uh, protects your energy as well. So one of those three would be great for you guys. <clears throat> okay, so let's go ahead and get started again. Okay, so the uns the unsuspecting fellow who falls for the fish always gets more than he bargained for, which generally becomes apparent in order in short order. For someone who seems so un so untouchable and hard to get, she expects the bond to become almost instantly serious. Indeed, Pisces typically moves from one major relationship to another in her search for Mister Right. That is true. In the meantime, craving, she confines of even a troublesome bond on which she can be pinned. When she happens upon a man who fits her unconscious criteria as a perfect mate, she wastes no time securing a love connection, often not being above using sex as means for cementing a man's interest. She needs so full of man's attention as to border on obsession. This is evidenced by her nearly man maniacal jealous shriek. One fueled by her infamously wild imagination, of course, in, in suspecting her mate, um, her mate is taking up with every floozy that crosses his path, 
there is an element of the pot taking calling the kettle black. Indeed, Pisces may stop at nothing if she spies a, pre- a primate, and, th- and his m- m- martial status is of little consequence. Um, dissolving as she does into every experience, she, the sexually seasoned Pisces, who who's had had her illusions glor- gloriously shattered more than a few times, will be extra comp- compliant when it comes to a man's demand in the bedroom, or any other room in the house, for that matter. Yeah, Pisces, that's why I was surprised with the Pisces men, but yeah, Pisces are known to be freaky guys, very freaky, and um, they do have a very bad jealous streak, very bad, that's why um, people, they really, they need to stop, you know, like, giving Pisces the stereotype that, oh, they're, you know, they'll do nothing, they won't hurt a fly, they're actually known to be high on the list of serial killers because of how much they feel they can go crazy on you and I mean not like a horrible crazy because I think they they're so nice and they usually try to hold it in and once it comes out it's like an explosion of evil it's something you would never think would ever happen with them but it it does so don't don't Stop underestimating Pisces, you guys, because seriously, they, they will beat ass if they have to. They don't fuck around, so. Anyways, this is particularly true when it comes to negotiating herself into a new relationship. In fact, she may pull out the whore card when she feels she has to. Providing a guy with a profound sexual experience is the quickest way she knows of putting a man under her enchanting spell. Indeed, no woman can sweep a man off his feet or often out of his marriage faster than the fish girl. You guys don't be doing that shit. Like seriously, don't be take, don't be fucking married dudes. You know, or even guys in relationships. That's just some fucking selfish ass shit. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, she is one female. Other, she is one female. Other women are are loath to find themselves faced off with in a love triangle. She is always victorious. Like Aphrodite at the judgment of Paris, she knows what men want more than wisdom or worldly power. The best lay imaginable by the most feminine female they can find. Nowhere is a Pisces paradoxical nature more evident than in her sexual behavior. For such a subjective, subjectively fueled creature, sex Something meant to be so personal and experience is pro- probably the one thing in life toward which she is ultimately wholly objective. Rarely will her urges be so suppressing as to rule her, something that even a prolific Pisces such as Aeneas Nin seems to escape in her multitude of experience. Indeed, Pisces enjoys eroticism, even in the form of a dime store novel generally endowed with a talent for ex- exteriorizing sex herself. Whether it be in her own writing or in her blatant exploration of the subject and what is otherwise meant to be polite conversation, that dynamic follows her into the bedroom. She is open to activities that might make other women's hair curl. She isn't so much passive or even receptive as she is susceptible to the desires of her partner. It's as if she needs nothing more or less than what's needed of her man by her man. She is utterly available in the moment, willing to comply with a partner's penchant for sexually going around the world. 
open to any and all oral or anal activities with equal nonchalance. Pisces is not a passionate lover. Any pleasure seemingly to take her unawares. On the other hand, she never quite loses her unattained and innocent vision of what sex should be. More likely than not fantasizing about some underage stud with peach fuzz on his lip when left alone to her own mastur- masturbatory devices. Between sexual bouts, she seems to regrow her own pure virgin vision, a bubble that is continually burst, much to, uh, much to her astonished delight. She simply never a- expects to enjoy the depths of sexual delight or debunk as much as she does, and her partner must be prepared to encounter her unfathomable source of pleasure, pleasurable participation. This is certainly where the he-man aspect of a mate must make itself known for once. Pisces gets started. She certainly won't expect to stop anytime soon. Still, Pisces isn't particularly active in the sack. Remaining the passive recipient is in great part from whence her gratification stems. Her particular proclivities, aside from the norm, tend to include being plundered in one way or another. The proverbial victim of love, she might easily be persuaded to engage in a bit of a bondage if and only if it is with a trusted partner. As it is even when Pisces has celebrated a golden wedding anniversary, her mate will always remain somewhat stranger to her and she to him. She is never one to discuss her internal workings with a man. She'd sooner do so in group therapy or a 12-step program. There must remain a line between the sexes where be she is allowed to stew in the juices of her own imagination, whether pursuing a solo creative yearning or simply alternating her days between good books, good naps, and a few good nips in the evening. When it comes to spending time with her partner, she generally gives all her attention and energy to listening to his worldly workings, issues, and problems, and offering him her sage consideration and counsel. It's the same with sex. It's all about him, as she is most likely to get off on a man indulging himself with, in, and all over her. She wants to be confronted with the guy's lust far more than she wants to share in some mutual expression session. Sex should take Pisces to the limit, whether it be via straight-up intercourse aimed at continually breaking her record for the most orgasms had in a single night or by the playing out of a man's sexual fantasies particularly those that involve imposing control over the ecstatically floundering fish. Submissive fantasy is about as as do any such activities where she is prone to elicit as much of a man's dominant nature as possible. And then there's that kindness of strange strangers dynamic that in more case than she cared to admit drives the Pisces in search of a steady stream of one night stands or no strings booty calls. The personal sex ads and their online equivalents where women are doubtless the minority place, placing notices, while the majority of said minority is compromised of this most wanton of signs. While in a long-term relationship, the unerring desire to please her man really an unconscious guise for satisfying herself will come to a screeching halt at the mere mention of lesbian play for her partner's benefit. Pisces is loath to introduce another woman into the sexual mix as being too jealous of and competitive with other females. She wouldn't generally be able to bear her man's attention directed at anybody else. After all, she worked harder than most at indulging even her guy's most outrageous demands. She's not about to she's not about to then see her allure and his appreciation di- diluted by a guest appearance by some auxil- auxiliary auxiliary TNA. <laughs> But it's definitely not the ideal, not the idea of a girl-on-girl action that puts her off. 
Truth be told, most Pisces women have a sappy side that points out at a double standard where same-sex contact is concerned. Despite being a magnet for gay men, the fish typically finds the notion of gay male sex rather repulsive, and she would be especially hard on a mate who is prone to switch, switch hitting. But when it comes to, to girl gayness, she is most forgiving to say the least. She, to generalize wildly, it seems that a large portion of Pisces women possess a latent lesbianism. Often she is blatantly bisexual and makes no bones about it. Many a straight, even married Pisces woman has gay fantasies, not to mention girl friendships, that border on flirtation. Indeed, even when she doesn't have such feelings, Pisces will be surrounded by a bunch of lesbian cronies. She may be the honorary dyke amongst them as her personal demons are faced over time. Pisces loses herself less and less in substance and immerses herself more and more into self-help milieu that inevitably leads to her helping others. This gives rise to her involvement in charitable causes and public welfare concerns in general, a positive manifestation of Piscean delusion, dissolution, wherein she gives herself over to selfless deeds and profound service to others. Straight or gay, she increasingly associates with people who are similar tracks, um, owning up to themselves and clearing away their subconscious cobwebs. As a result, she may encounter men and women with issues surrounding addiction. Forming friendships with these individuals is de rigueur for the fish, and that many of these bonds are based on a code of anonymity. Anonymity? Anonymity? Sorry, guys. Is perfectly in keeping with her signs association with with secrecy and isolation. Bonds with other women are generally formed on the basis and theme of the female societal condition. When it comes to feelings and concerns about being a woman, including the topic of sexual relations between ladies, Pisces doesn't bat an eye. In accordance with the eternal paradox that is a Pisces woman, there is no glitch between the beliefs or behaviors of those who identify as gay or straight most consideringly themselves to be bi. It could mean as little to any heterosexual Pisces woman to admit the gay tendencies as it would to a lesbian, fish to exit a long-term relationship, and find herself feeling, falling into something serious with a man. Where sexual preference is concerned, she is, not, she, is, she is in a wordy fishy. Her modus apprende changes little whether involved with a man or a woman. She wants to be coddled and catered to. Though she's drawn to strong women who possess qualities, Pisces finds inevitable worship goes right out the window by the time she and a lover hit the sheets. There, it's the same old story. She wants to be done for pretty much shying away from any substantial form of reciprocation. Despite how orgasmic activity might be for the Pisces in the privacy of her home, her lesbian relationship might appear rather sexless to the public eye. Indeed, with the bedroom out of sight, out of mind for the fish, her gay bonds smack of a sort of nunnish monastic life. Relationships are a kind of sisterhood based on mutual betterment and shot through with shared spiritual aspirations. Still, Pisces will play the homebody planning and cooking meals while her lover willingly takes on the wet breadwinner role. The fish flourishes in situations where she can make her partner proud. Should her lover invite friends around, Pisces will always pride themselves on furnishing the most elegant of gatherings understated and unladen by ceremony, um, always parked by quality of creating memories as befits 
this eternally creative creature in which company one feels blessed with the ability to take part in some epic unfolding of life, the way it was meant to be lived. The word, the world of the Pisces woman truly feels enchanted as of existing outside of time, and those in her presence gain the sense of escaping the banalities of life that typically threaten to plague them. So that was it, guy. That was all for the Pisces woman. Um, I found this interesting, um, it was pretty much everything that I figured that it would be, um, for the Pisces woman. Um, I'm actually surprised that, um, they're actually, I felt like they, they had, they were more sexual compared to the Pisces man. Um, Pisces man seems like he's just more, you know, on hitting goals and stuff like that. While the Pisces woman can do that, she's more on, you know, um, while she's sexual, she's not, she, she chooses when she's going to be that way and when she's not and so forth. And so I thought that was interesting. I felt like that it stood true to what I figured it would be because it's from obviously what it says, Pisces is like a walking dream beautiful, you know, everything, um, inside and out, not just like how she looks. Um, and I say that Pisces women love that. I mean, even though I know you guys feel everything, but you guys kind of have like a little superpower that most others, you know, don't, you guys have all the aspects of all of the Zodiac signs. So you can kind of use that to your advantage. Um, but yeah, um, it was it was nice. It was a nice chapter. So let's go ahead and jump into the couplings. Of course, this starts with the straight uh, Pisces woman, Aries man. He's found that ultimately demure damsel few are so willing to be swept off their feet. Subconsciously, she seeks to smother him. She Still, they settle into an easy give and take. Sex is tender with Oedipal overtones. Taurus man, she's the uber feminine a uh, female of his fantasies, his devotion, his instant devotion is all the proof she needs. He's the one. Harmony is the st- is the stars. Their sexual desire is pressing. Each pleases and pampers the other. Gemini man, they share a classy cosmo- cosmopolitan sensibility, a worldliness that allows them to live large beyond the status quo. A divide and conquer approach to career means they often make it big. In bed, she's a queen. Cancer man, two sensitive souls with acutely creative spirits. With him, she delves into vocation, uh, inching closer to goals. He transcends lingering emotional limitations. Bed is their messy center of activity. Leo man, she's their spiritual barrel meter. He keeps the romance rolling. Emotionally, she underwrites his quest for professional power their bond affords a dose of detachment from others. In bed, Pisces is a estimable goddess. Virgo man, they fall head over heels, obvious to any obstacles, but personally flaws manifest madly. It's often a murky, illusory existence. Sexually, he puts her on a pedestal, the fall from which is steep. Libra man, a wispy, wayfish pair, predisposed to emotional sensitivity. They may drift into adverse behaviors prone to hypochondria and procrastination. A profound connection produces works of art. Sex is a way to escape. Scorpio man, they'll experience sweeping highs and lows. Everything is an issue. Living with him often means being displaced. He lands more lucrative positions with her on hand. Sex is feels sex feels like sparring. The rumble is raucous. 
Sagittarius man from the start, they enjoy an unspoken and understanding both know it's time to stop running from love. Bohemianism is their mode. She's a gypsy at heart. Sag trades his bowler for a barrette. Sex is messy and fussy. Fabulous. Capricorn man, it begins as best friendship. They inspire each other's wildest dreams. Pisces must keep her misty eyes wide open. He relies on her to be their collective conscious cap submission to gratify the ravenous Piscean lover. Aquarius man, restoration and atonement are the keys to the committed bond. Composition is due emotionally and financially. Life pays them back in full. Sexually too, they're making up for any losses. Pisces man, a dizzying dynamic. Fate seems to have brought them together. Sometimes they stagger toward goals, but they often arrive. Life is heightened. A too emotional approach is possible pitfall. In bed, foreplay is foremost. So here's the gay coupling. So Pisces woman, Aries woman. With utterly unlike agendas, Aries and Pisces feel free to protect and promote each other. Pursuits together, life is richer in bed. Pisces is the consummate femme fatale. Femme fatale to Arda adoring um, Aries. Taurus women, initially they clash, but it's intriguing. They have career goals in common. Each works to reinforce the other's reputation. Often emotional balance is elusive. Sex is untamed, a workout, if you will. Gemini women, from an auspicious beginnings, Gemini and Pisces build a solid bond. First, they'll weed through a litany of harsh pre- preconceived notions. Often a haphazard, compulsive relationship. Sex is too often an afterthought. Cancer women, they experience their first meeting as a religious experience. Little wonder. Vivid deja vu accompanies an intense, undeniable physical attraction. A long-term bond will be life-altering. Sex is heightened. Leo women, romantic and unrestrained. This relationship as is at turns exhausting and enlivening Pisces, is attached, but the lion needs her space. Professionally, they're they're perfectly suited. Sexually, Pisces has her lover by the short hairs. Uh, Virgo woman, upon meeting their immediate sensation staggering, still Virgo struggles to tolerate an unpredictable Pisces. Their most memorable uh, moments are spent in bed. Pisces responds extravagantly. Virgo is verbal. Uh, Libra woman. Libra hopes to make languid Pisces over in her image. What she doesn't realize, the fish has her own plans and machinations are taking place on the spiritual level. Still, the compulsion to repackage rarely abates. Scorpio woman is kismet with this sensorial water signs connected. Destiny, it seems, has brought them together for a specific purpose, to heal themselves and others. They're sexually in tune from the start. Sagittarius women, Sag seems so aggressive to the pacifist Piscean. Later, the archer admires and even fears her partner's profound intuitive powers. Together, they have a greater purpose. In bed, both are passive-aggressive. Capricorn women, there's a kink. Pisces um, harbors so many envy, which stands in the way of intimacy. Sex, um, sexual or emotional, which with problems resolved, this couple can be one of the most creative. Cat fills whole. Pisces learns patience. Aquarius women with passive pretty Pisces, the water bearer butches it up a bit. Supportive, even doting, Aquarius may find the fish strangely dispassionate. But in bed, this is one of the more erotic, ecstatic sexual couplings. Um, Pisces women, the fishy female needs constant verbal validation. So a relationship could be exhausting. 
to thrive, they must depend more on friends for fussing. In bed, too, they might say less, play, say less, play more. Oh, so that's it. That's it, guys. Um, we are we are closing the last part of the zodiac. Will only to have a new, you know, the true New Year's of the zodiac, which starts with Aries. Um. I want to say I had heard, and I don't know if it's the Chinese, where their new year actually starts um, in Aries season, because, you know, Aries, it's, it's back to the beginning of the of the Zodiac Wheel. We're going to start all over again to the number one sign. So I will be back when that happens, and we will kick off with Aries season. I hope you guys enjoyed Pisces season. I hope everyone's actually doing well. Um, I've been hearing a lot of people's they say they've been feeling in, in their emotions a lot, which is okay, guys. Like, um, Pisces season is a time to allow yourself to feel and be intuitive and take care of yourself. Um, also, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I actually found a place for that foot uh, reflexology re- massage or something like that. So I'm I'm going to make an appointment and then I'll probably let you guys know in Aries season or I might even do a special episode because we do have a Pisces new moon coming up. I think it's on, I think it's this, is it the Sunday, I think? I think it's the weekend, one of the two. But yeah, use that time to, you know, Make your, you know, your intentions so that they can flourish by the full moon. But yes, new moon in Pisces. Make sure to take care of yourselves, like I said. Um, stay safe. You know, um, love each other. Love everyone around you. Um, you know, this world is, we, we need everyone to just be, you know, together so that we can actually, you know, move forward in a collective whole with love and graciousness. So I love you guys. Please take care and I will talk to you later. Bye.